I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. In a world where very few people embrace their global identity and seek to understand their neighbors, cross-cultural expert Tayo Roxon is on a mission to bridge this divide. Each week, he'll open your mind with insights from some of the global minds in the world. Get ready, take some notes, and learn how to be the best you that you can be. Welcome everybody to another episode of As Told by No Ads, and today's episode is with fellow superhero lover, uh, Julian Hayes the second. He's an, he's an author, he's a health and fitness consultant, and he describes himself as a former self-sabotager. I'm pretty excited today because we're going to be talking about how to to step into your greatness, to live a healthier life, uh, different ways to be a man in today's world, um, a whole bunch of things. And um, um, just want to welcome you to the show, Julian. Man, happy to be here, Tayo. And especially happy because you're another avid superhero fan. <laughs> you know what? Let's, let's get it off the bat. Who's your favorite superhero? Black Panther, Black, without okay. doubt. Okay, well, good. Hey, he's third on my list, so I, I love Black Panther. So, you, <laughs> so you, you've been a Black Panther fan since before the whole um, like craze and the movie and everything that came about. Absolutely, because um, there's not too many African American superheroes to really look up to. True, <laughs> and so I really appreciated that. Not only was he. Has he had an athletic build? He's a king, and he's the richest superhero by far. Mm. So he made it cool to be in shape, and he made it cool to also be a scientist right. and smart, and also he has to take care of an entire country. Yeah, yeah. It was just define every sort of stereotype that we black men get. Uh, I know. Whilst, whilst being cool, that's that's amazing. All right, all right. Well, this we're already off to a good start. But you, you yourself. Uh, you you've uh, you're an interesting uh, person. You've gone through uh, your life in an interesting manner. You know, you, you initially wanted to be a doctor, uh, and then you you left that in search of high purpose. Can you walk us through your journey to where you are now? Yeah. So it starts as a kid, and I'm huge in the comics. Um, I'm a big nerd, and when I was growing up, nerds weren't the coolest people. We weren't in style then as they are now, but. I, there was a nerd who was a little older than me and told me that one day us nerds are going to rule the planet and we're going to be in style. Mm. And going to college, I played basketball in high school, but I was super skinny. And when you get to college, you see these people that are pretty jacked and 
you're exposed to different girls from different places and you want to talk to them, but you don't have the confidence. Yeah. And I was like, man, I need to do something. And so I quit playing basketball and got involved with lifting. And I just noticed that all the superheroes I looked up to were built and also into sciences. So it was a natural thing for me. So that was my inspiration to get started with that. So I dedicated my time away when I wasn't studying my degree is in marketing and international business. And so on the side, I was reading everything about health, fitness, nutrition, and psychology. And toward the end of my year in college, my fifth year, I decided I didn't want to do this. I wanted to do physical therapy because I wanted to do something health related. After I did those requirements, I decided I want to do something else. I want to maybe cut on people. So, so I take a few more requirements and then I get into school to go to medical school in like a master's program that's combined with medical school in New York. Yeah. And I have my journey there, but for most of my life, I've been in Tennessee yeah. and Tennessee is very different than New York. So when I get to New York, my whole mind is blown apart because I've always been the weird guy here. But in New York, I'm just another dude because there's there there are all types of characters in New York. Like there's never a dull moment. Yeah. And I go to happy hour sometimes and I'm meeting people and they're doing some cool work that I didn't even know you can do. So, for instance, working from a laptop or not having to go to an office. And so those things start to get in my head and I start to question myself, is this the path that I really want to be on? Because school's a safe path for me because I was naturally good at it. But no one knew that I liked writing. I liked art. And I, during the summer of that year of school, I just woke up and decided that this is not for me. And I, I told everyone I'm just going to be a writer. And Bring, bridge my passions of writing and health and fitness. And I got a lot of crazy looks because it came out of left field. But I didn't want to look back 20, 30 years later and realize that I had this massive regret because I didn't take the chance because I could always go back to school if I needed to. So that's it in a nutshell. And now I get to do those things and also help people use health and wellness as their impetus for growing and expanding in all facets of their life. Yes. I, I love that story so much. And it's, you know, cause it's one of those things where, you know, you talked about, you know, something that you were naturally you said you were a nerd and then someone had told you that it's actually going to be the cool thing, but you seeing and being a nerd didn't feel like you could find your place. And then you started to almost hide those parts of yourself. And then you eventually came up to the place where you felt like, you have to feel confident and powerful in what it is that you are and what it is that your purpose is. I'm curious, though. When I described you as a former self-sabotager, you said you used to always shoot yourself in the foot. Is it because of the, the limiting beliefs that you had created because of who you thought you were? Yes, it's definitely mindset. So mm. I've, if you were thinking a sports analogy here, I would be a big-time athlete who had all the talent in the world but had a very, very – weak and limiting mindset mm. so there's a lot of self-doubt and that always made me play safe on a lot of things so even even leaving school and it took me years to pursue writing opportunities to even pitch publications or to even pitch people to be on podcasts because i was so nervous 
about the potential rejection and the different stories I would be telling myself. Mm. Mm. Well, well, you pitched me, so what led to that level? <laughs> <laughs> Why did you pitch me? <laughs> I'm a little more confident these days. Ah. <laughs> and one of the big one of the big things that I've learned when it comes to that is oftentimes when we start to feel like an imposter or a fraud, it's because we're using the word I too much. And I, we have to, or I'm talking to myself here, I have to remember that we're here to serve and to hopefully give value to people. And yeah. so yeah. it's going to take the spotlight off of myself and put it on the others. And that takes a lot of the pressure off of it. That's the truth. That's the truth. Well, let's talk about how you give value to people. I mean, you do something you talk about health and wellness in such a way that it's very important for us. And a lot of us ignore that, uh, particularly here in the U.S. So how do you uh, provide value and offer service to people? So I I come from an angle of preaching health and wellness. And there's a big message that I tell people. And it is to treat your health as an investment and not an expense. So I'm ten, I tend to interact mostly with busy entrepreneurs or high performers or very ambitious people. And oftentimes, especially early on in the business stage, they have a tendency to sacrifice their health so they can grow more in business. But I preach to them that that's working backwards because eventually you might have all those resources, but your quality of life is not going to be as good because you neglected your health so long. And perhaps like a loan shark, if people know what a loan shark is, he's always going to come back and get his money. And the more you try to avoid it and avoid it, the bigger the debt grows and the more severe the payment will be when you meet up with him. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's <laughs> that's uh, that's such a great analogy. And it's so true. I, I went to business school. And, you know, when you're saying that, I was getting nightmares and flashbacks of finance class. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> but, but but it is so true. It is a dividend. You know, when, when you're investing you're looking at it from a long-term perspective. You're not, you know, it's not. You're not thinking short-term. And you're right that the the loan shark will come and take that, and that could be in a form of, uh, I don't know, a disease or a sickness or something you allow your body to to inhabit because you you know ingested a bunch of uh, uh, toxins in your system. So busy entrepreneurs, high-performing male females. So let's check this out. This I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Um, okay. Obviously, I'm into fitness, and I am, uh, but I'm going to pretend I'm not. Um, I don't have time. I mean, look, my day is 12, 12 to 15 hours. I got the kids. I got the wife. What am I going to do? Or I've got the husband or partner. What am I going to do? Where am I going to possibly find some time? I mean, I still have to make some money. What are you talking about, Julian? What would you say? So first thing is let's see their schedule. I want to see their schedule and see are those 12 hours actually productive inside those 12 hours? Because most people, at least that I've come across, they're not they're not productive in those 12 hours. Um, there's a lot of downtime. There's a lot of maybe social media, uh, TV, or Netflix. And there's 30 minutes in that time somewhere that you can get a quick workout in. You, you don't need to work out for 60 minutes, 90 minutes if you're that busy. 30 minutes is plenty. So the first thing I like to do is have people get organized with themselves because that's that's where a lot of the problems are it's with time management it's not being efficient with your time it's once again not treating your body like a business and so the easiest thing they can do is to set a schedule at the beginning of the week 
mark all their working times that they're going to estimate to be working in their meetings. There's still going to be a lot of white space there, and you can put a little space, a different color in for your exercise time each week. And therefore, once it's there, you can't have an impromptu, you can't have a meeting come up because you, you have scheduled this in just like a doctor's appointment. I often do this too, and I do say it the same way. We have each of us has 168 hours. You know, that's me, you, Bill Gates, Elon Musk, um, everybody, even Black Panther. Tachala. <laughs> he's got he's got all this. And if if we're to look at him, for example, as a king, a scientist, and member of a gen, a gen, uh, Avengers, and all that, it's all about your priorities, right? You, you're you're actually you know when you say you don't have time, you're given into that limiting belief that you talked about that the self sabotage a lot of us end up giving ourselves where you say something and it ends up becoming fact because it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you say you don't have time, you're definitely not going to have the time. But you're right. There are 30 minutes where we, we spend sometimes watching um, a show or that we can actually use, you know, working on um, cardio or doing push-ups or something like that. And if we commit to doing that, you know, four or five times a week, that does so much um, to our body. And you said you were meditating before the podcast. That's another thing. And that um, people say, a lot of people have said actually helps. That stillness, stillness of mind that you practice, um, it's, it's a good thing. And the other part about fitness that people mis, uh, misinterpret a lot is the, the food aspect, right? It's not just going to the right. gym, but you know you can pay that uh, investment by actually watching what you eat. Are, are there um, tips you can share on how to um, eat on the go? Yes. So... For most people during the week, I advise them to be as boring as possible because other you have all these other priorities, and so you don't have time to just expect everything to be flavorful. So for me, I like to – sometimes I use a meal delivery service for maybe my lunch because I know that's my toughest meal because I'm in the flow of work for the day. So for people – I would advise them to use like a meal delivery service or to prep their meals for a couple of days. So the easiest thing is probably some type of chicken. So you yeah. can bake it, you can saute it because it, chicken's going to last longer than like fish because fish microwave is a whole nother story. <laughs> <laughs> so don't do that. So I, I, I make some chicken for a couple of days. Um, you can use like different, any vegetables you want. I'm, I'm pretty basic. So broccoli, green peas, green beans, then throw some kind of rice or some kind of sweet potato, and that's your meal. And if you're working out, then that food is going to not only help replenish your body, but it's going to help you perform better as well because you're feeding your body a plethora of nutrients and getting various kinds of minerals. Now, if you don't like to cook, uh, I think there's a Chipotle everywhere or something like it, and you can always just go in there and get chicken, veggies, and some rice. Mm. Now, you can add the other stuff, but I don't like to eat heavy meals during the day because it, it slows me down. So I like my heaviest meal to be for dinner, but that's just a personal preference. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, a couple questions. So um, do you believe in eating in, you know, four to six meals, six to eight meals in small, you know, two to three hour intervals? I, I no. I think it's whatever works with the person's schedule and lifestyle and something that they can make sustainable and stay consistent with. So that can be 10 mils, that can be two mils. It's mostly a thing about 
calories and getting a proper amount of distribution among those macronutrients, meaning protein, carbs, and fats. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then the other thing is uh, what about the, the vegans and vegetarians and pescatarians? Uh, you know, you had mentioned chicken a lot. I'm just curious about the uh, the people that don't eat chicken or meat. Mm-hmm. So you'll eat more beans and there's pea protein. So I had a vegan client and she used um, pea protein and different um, hmm. non-dairy, non-dairy Non-dairy, proteins for sure yeah. yeah and then you can just you um you can make shakes with that and i just found about that the, the protein you mentioned i never know how to pronounce it but the protein you mentioned uh because um one of my good friends um she decided to go vegan um and she was looking into ways to maintain her or her active lifestyle and that was one of the things that she she found was there so y- there are always options basically is what you're saying and it's uh, oh yes yeah mm-hmm. so i have a thing that like in today's world, like modern society makes it easy to get fat, but it also makes it simple and easy to get in shape too. It's just all about the resources that you use. Yeah, for sure. I uh, love that. And th- you talked about being a writer. I love some of the stuff you've written. Um, I mean, I was going through them uh, early on before our interview just to prep. And one thing that I'm going to go through the three ones you sent but or four, but the one thing that I want to highlight the first – uh, is you talked about how salsa dance and helped you to become a better man. Mm-hmm. Explain, sir. <laughs> okay, so one of the perks, or not perks, of being a nerd is that you don't have a lot of female exposure because you're too busy playing video games, reading books. And so the only time you really talk to a girl is through Xbox Live. So that was me. Now, when you salsa dance... Another thing is different is that when I did it go out, I went to like clubs and we all know that when you talk to people in clubs, it's really just yelling and you're most likely not completely coherent. So what I what do you say, Julian? Sorry, what? (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's that's about how I was. And that's why I never succeeded because I have a I have a very low voice. And so I I never I never did good in club environments. I, I that's another story. Okay, so back to salsa dancing. One of the the weirdest things to me at first was that I could just go up to any girl and ask her to dance, and it's just like, sure. Because, you know, at, at clubs and, and, and other things, it's like there's like games being played or all these other little nuances, whereas there it's just an open environment and you're just dancing with someone. And things like bachata or kizomba, it's even, you're in, even in closer contact with just a complete stranger. And so it helped me to converse with girls and to just see them as equals. And that might sound bad, but it's just, if you don't have a lot of exposure to girls and you see a cute girl, you might be tended, you might have the tendency to put her on a higher pedestal. And that just ruins the flow of the conversation because she can sense that kind of energy. And another thing was it got me out of my comfort zone in terms of, I've always had this identity that I was a wallflower and I felt bad about it because I'm a, I'm a minority. And that's just one of the stereotypes is that I'm supposed to come out of, I'm just supposed to come out of the hospital with just this natural rhythm. And I've always was left out on that. And that's, <laughs> uh, trust me, I'm, I'm, with, I'm a very <laughs> stiff guy in dancing. So me, and you, I don't know, maybe we didn't get that part in the stereotype. 
Yeah, I got, <laughs> I got left out. So the salsa dancing gave me the confidence for that. And the thing is, and this is why I think fitness is so crucial as well for people. When you attack something that is that is. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So far away from the identity that you think you are and that people know you by, and you actually conquer that and get pretty decent at it, that extra confidence just serves as like a launching pad to excelling in other areas because you just have this this aura about you that if I can accomplish this, which I never thought in a million years, then I can definitely do this stuff that I think I'm decent at already. Yeah, no. And the thing that I want to peel out uh, for, for listeners there is putting yourself in uncomfortable situations um, and you know going through that process actually does a lot for your confidence and your ability to be versatile in different, uh, different environments. With, with you, for example, Dancing gave you a new lens uh, at looking at women where some some men might put women down. You had put women on a pedestal where you didn't think you were worthy enough. And then you're like, oh, man, I can I can you know, I can talk too. I can do this. <laughs> uh, but it was interesting that you put yourself in that environment. And even though you brought up brought up two types of dance environments where one's a club and one's salsa, one's more intimate and you, you get to actually learn. You have to learn the person's body and dancing style to actually become a better dancer and that allows you to to know more about that person and uh a partner that you have so um appreciate that but um okay we're gonna go on to, to some of your other writing you talked about um obviously neuroscience you're you like science but you, <laughs> you're tired and cranky you have five ways to fix those tired and cranky moments that people have you know a lot of times people feel like when they wake up or when they have long working weeks um, they just get tired and cranky and they snap at everyone and it's not necessarily their natural, um, attitude, but how does neuroscience help us fix that? Wow. So that was a fun article to write. I wrote that a few weeks ago, I believe. Um, one of the things with that is exercising and just getting your body in motion and I say that because when you start to move, you're creating energy in your body. Mm. And that's that's going to lead to cognitive boosts and different other mood benefits because you're releasing endorphins. And so that's naturally giving you a jolt because anytime we sit down a lot, we're not creating any energy. We're just sitting. And so – a lot of th- that's why we're going to be tired because we're not doing anything. 
So even those people who are glued to their screens or glued to their whatever task they're doing, it's good just to break up that day, that task, because productivity-wise, there's going to be a lot of diminishing returns after, after a certain time period. Being physically fit is not just an aesthetic thing. You know, it's more, it's a mental thing. It plays a role into your long-term vision, uh, you know, whether it keeps you alive longer. It helps you with your outlook and thing by improving your positivity. But it also helps you actually stay more active for the ones that you love. And, and by staying more active for the ones that you love, you're also able to continue to work towards your passion. And you, uh, for example, you said, you know, you were living in a place where you were sort of doing what society thought you should do and you were not letting yourself be the, the great version of yourself that you could be. Exploring that fitness uh, and and health and wellness sort of allowed you and opened the door to several possibilities for you, right? Yes, it, it's it's still to this day my identity. So for me, if if times get hard, business gets tough, it's when I, I just go back to the gym and I refocus on my nutrition and my sleep and make sure that's dialed in. Yeah. And maybe it's magic. There, I mean, it's science, but I also think there's some kind of magic behind it. Maybe it's a uh, placebo in my head, but yeah. life life just seems to get back to normal for yeah. me. It's like it's like my centering point. Yeah, I love it. And we can find out more about you on the art of fitness and life.com, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'll make sure I put that in the show notes, but I, I want to um, do some more aspects about who you are as a person before we close. And, but, you know, we met because I had written an article about the importance of, of Wonder Woman and, and Black Panther. Wonder Woman had just come out. The Black Panther trailer just come out, and I talked a lot about the the power of the representation and why that's important for us today. Um, obviously, I do a lot of diversity and inclusion, so things like that are very important to me. I've seen Wonder Woman, Woman three times. Okay. Oh wow. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a bit obsessed. She's <laughs> she's my second favorite super. For me, it's Superman, Wonder Woman, and Black Panther. That, that that's my trinity there. Uh, but <laughs> I I obviously I was very excited to 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 that the movie was finally coming to life, but. When I was reading something that you wrote, you talked about five ways Wonder Woman teaches entrepreneurs to dig uh, deeper and ignore your critics. What was it that you learned from Wonder Woman that really resonated with you? Uh, the first thing when it comes to Wonder Woman is I just loved her optimism. Ugh. And so we live in a pretty negative world. Yes. And... Social media is both the gift and a curse, depending on how you use it and consume it. And it just seems like, especially Facebook, is that just everything's just getting negative and negative and negative. And I just like she had this hope, even when like things are blowing up around her, people are being douchebags and everything. And she still stays true to her core and that belief and hope, even with the people on Themyscira were telling her man doesn't deserve you she still had enough in her to find out for herself if that is true and not just to accept what someone tells you but to still go explore it yourself absolutely yeah so in the sea of negativity staying true to herself and also being optimistic is, is a you know is, is a way for for us to to learn about the importance of another option even though the world tells us this that um there's a lot of negativity around this um the next thing you talked about was mentorship being key to learning your craft. Yeah, so I, I used to try to be, the, I wanted to be a lone wolf. 
And I think that's a, that's a tendency that a lot of us have is that we think we can do it all. But the thing is, that takes that takes us so much longer, and that makes us experience so much unnecessary pain. Mm. And also, I believe that also cuts off our potential effect that we can have on people because you can't be just a ten out of ten at everything. You're yeah. going to be as you're going to be a specialist at a certain things. So for me, writing was pretty good already. I got a little help on it, but the next thing was speaking and getting confidence. That was something I had to seek help out for or um, study people who were good at that and see their mindset and how they approach those type of situations because I know I needed to become proficient at that, but I was lacking. And it's it makes no sense just to keep you, – you can't just read books and keep reading and reading and reading and – expect to improve on that yeah. it's yeah yeah and, and, and in, the, in the movie she obviously got mentored you know by Antiope or her aunt and even in some ways uh Steve Trevor the, the male character where you know she learned some things from each of the world and it's about knowing that it doesn't matter if you know if you're a fierce warrior or you're someone that, that doesn't look physically intimidating everybody can learn from each other and the humility to be able to to mentor and apply that to your craft is it's key um, in anything. Yeah, it's it's um, it's it's big. I I would say that's that's been one of the biggest keys in my development over yeah. the last few years is is actually asking for help. And because for so long I, I didn't do that, and it was apparent I didn't move forward in my life neither at the pace that I should have. Yeah. 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 Um, what about juggling multiple identities? I think, uh, <laughs> first of all, the reason why I do resonate with that Wonder Woman and, uh, Superman is because obviously I grew up, Wonder Woman ends up being a diplomat. I grew up as a son of a diplomat. Batman, Superman having those multiple identities as Clark Kent and Superman for me, I used to feel, you know, like the, the minority everywhere I went and I felt like I couldn't show sides of myself. Um, very much like what you were saying, you know, when you grow up as a skinny Nigerian kid in a French speaking country in an American international school going through puberty with a Nigerian accent, you sort of kind of figure out which, 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 which tie am I playing today? <laughs> and it, it was, I was like, Oh, well, this Superman guy, you know, I could just pretend like these are my superpowers, but multiple identities is something a lot of superheroes, um, deal with. I think it's why, you know, I gravitated towards superheroes early on. Maybe it's why you gravitate towards that, but why do you feel like juggling multiple identities is a lesson that she showed? Well, well, for her, it's because you know she's this fierce warrior, but she also needs to be a peaceful diplomat to make to really push the envelope forward because you can't just fight your way to getting peace. Now, for me, when I looked at this in the as from an entrepreneurial standpoint, and for others. It's like, yes, you are this ambitious entrepreneur that is trying to use your difference to make a difference, as you said. Mm -hmm. But you also need to be a healthy dad or healthy mom or and provide a role model, build a legacy for others to follow as well. And having that, that thing of multiple identities just, I think – 
it just gives you a sense of balance, a, um, a, a greater sense of purpose because yeah. life is not going to always just be one lane. It's going to be multiple lanes and you have to find a way to be able to dance in those multiple lanes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you, you, you know, the, we, the world that we live in is so fast paced that to think that life is going to be a linear, um, way is one of the, is a quick way to actually being disappointed because you're not going to get things when you necessarily think you get them and you have to be ready to be able to understand what it's like to to judge uh to to just handle different things and i think she gave a good example of that and also um the last two points were you're going to be judged and you need to stand for something i think those were those those to me were my favorite especially standing for something in spite of what the world is telling you and i think you know, I'm someone that says I've seen that movie three times, but it was such a, a reminder. Uh, I mean, I, of of what of what power hope does have and optimism does have, and we live in a world where everyone feels, or most people feel comfortable being staying with the status quo. But the people that actually stand for love, peace, equality, and truth, they're very, very rare these days. And when you see an example of that, you're like, wow, that's someone. That we need to gravitate towards. At least that was what it was for me. And it's so contagious. Like yeah. when you're around people with those kind of qualities and just the optimism, it's it's highly infectious. Yeah. And that that's also been one of the big things for me is because I'm I'm a very reserved kind of guy, low energy. Mm-hmm. But putting myself around people who are the opposite in personality of me is a wonderful thing. Yeah. yeah. J- just. And just because it, it, it makes you better as a person in your growing and standing for something, I think for me being in the health and fitness space, it's an unregulated field. And every day it seems like there's new diets, new yeah. workouts, and it's easy, especially in today's world with social media to kind of manipulate people. And tell them you have to do something this way just to progress your your uh, agenda. Mm. And I, I think with the body image problems that we have and obesity, um, I also had that in mind when I wrote this article because I see stats are going up in terms of like the health problems in the U.S. and other parts of the world. But I still have this optimism that it can be changed because I think information is not the problem. There's plenty of that. But I think it's just finding a way to work on our mindsets and the lifestyle designs that we have today. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no. I mean, you couldn't have said it better. And and for those listening, in case, you know, we're wrapping up the interview with giving you themes from Wonder Woman and how it applies to, to um, you know, Julian's business and my business. But, I mean... If you haven't seen it, you need to do yourself a favor and go see it. But but this is probably my favorite, uh, one of my favorite quotes from it. And this is how she ended. It was, I used to want to save the world, to end war and bring peace to mankind. But then I glimpsed the darkness that lives within their light. And I learned that inside every one of them, there will always be both. A choice each must make for themselves. Something no hero will ever defeat. And now I know that only love can truly save the world. So I stay, I fight, I give for the world that I know that it can be. And 
And that quote, yeah, I mean, it's it's so powerful because she's talking about, okay, I've realized this. I was very, very optimistic and I'm still optimistic, even despite knowing that there's darkness and goodness in us. But I'm seeking to fight for that goodness and reawaken that in each and every one of us. And I, I just thought that was so beautiful. I love that. And I love the theme song, too. I just had to add that. <laughs> like, like I, I have it at my gym as I'm getting ready to warm up sometimes. And I, I start playing at it because it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing that's amazing oh, well um julian any any uh last words think about your little your your younger version of yourself someone listening to this podcast may feel the same way you felt as a um as a kid uh, an imposter you know a, a nerd that i think nerd is cool i'm a nerd but you, you're talking about the negative connotation of nerd where he feels like he has to or she has to hide in a place where um she doesn't have to interact with people can you talk to that young person today listening and thinking that they want to stand for something, but they don't have the confidence to do so? All right. Okay. So there's billions of people on this world. And I think we're all here. We all have a gift. We've all won the lottery just by being born. So somebody out there needs your message. Somebody out there needs to hear something specifically from you because they're going to resonate with it. And by you doing that, by you taking that five seconds of courage to be judged, to stand for something, you're going to not only affect that person's life, but you're going to affect other people because the person you just affected now has to strengthen courage to pursue his passion, to pursue his purpose. And he's passing that down along to the next person. And so you're creating a legacy. Julian Hayes, ladies and gentlemen, that is uh, a preview of his uh, upcoming st- uh, speaking tour. So I'm glad that you, <laughs> you gave us a preview for that. But uh, Julian Hayes, he's, he's an author. Um, he's a prolific writer. He's written for Inc. He's also written for the Good Men Project. Um, you know, and he's a fitness enthusiast, he's a fitness consultant, but overall just optimist about life. And you can find out more about him on the art of fitness and life.com. I'll make sure I put that in the show notes. Before we leave, you have to answer the question that everyone does ask. Uh, it does answer. It's the mission statement of the podcast, Julian. Use your difference to make a difference. So tell us how you use a difference to make a difference. So I'm combining my love for being a nerd, for being someone unconventional, for being a minority, and for being a health enthusiast. I'm combining all of those. And I'm using that to help and inspire others to become their healthiest and best version of themselves. Because awesome. when they do because when they do that, they're also going to pass that on to yeah. people down the line. And so it's creating a trail of a legacy. Yeah. And when you make people healthier, you might I might just help the person who can have the cure for cancer because he now took care of himself better. And so he's thinking better and he might make a cure for something. Awesome. Awesome. Well, there you go. Um, thank you for being you. Thank you for being uh, uh, the change agent that you are. And I look forward to reading more of your articles and uh, seeing seeing how you uh, continue to use your, your essence uh, to change the world. It was a pleasure to be on, man. Yeah. Pleasure. And... Great to talk superheroes. <laughs> oh, anytime, man. The pleasure is mine, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, till next episode, use your difference to make a difference. 
You've just been listening to the As Told by Nomads podcast. For more ways to reach out to Tayo and to use your difference to make a difference, head over to www.tayoroxon.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.